This is Campfire Financial Talk with Blake Kondreva from Nevada Retirement Planners. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Blake Kondreva provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Campfire Financial Talk with Blake Kandreva. Hello, and welcome back to Campfire Financial Talk. My name is Blake Kandreva from Nevada Retirement Planners. If you'd like more information about what you hear during our show today, give us a call at 775 674 2222 or visit us online at nvretirementplanners.com and while at my website click on the radio page to check out past shows and to subscribe to our program on apple podcasts or spotify please don't hesitate to reach out to us with any questions or to set up face-to-face or virtual meetings take a moment grab your phone and visit your go-to financial news website scroll through the page for just a few seconds. I'd be willing to bet you an iced coffee that there's at least one prominently placed article with a headline declaring that a recession is on the horizon. And thankfully, if we are greeted by a recession in the coming months, there are things you may be able to do to help offer your financial strategy some degree of protection. During our time together today, we're going to chat about some of the steps, many of which are quite simple that you can take to help yourself weather a potential recession. But before we delve into our topic, let me introduce my co-host, Tony Shore, who's even less valuable than a gallon of gas. <laughs> oh, <laughs> more, <laughs> more value. Wait Sorry, I messed you that one up. You meant to say more. <laughs> <laughs> that did. was super I definitely hurtful. Did. Come on, Blake. <laughs> well, hey, gas uh, is really high right now. So that's, that's true. You know. <laughs> it could be a compliment. I could be with, worth 5 or $6. Come yeah. on. So uh, as a co-host, I guess. So uh, that's... Uh, that's great. It's kind of funny, but we laugh. Uh, we laugh during hard times because we have to. It's either laugh or cry when it comes to gas prices at this point, Blake. But uh, we're going to get into that. We're going to talk about the recession and inflation and what we can do. Uh, I know you have some tips for our listeners and some just some basic steps that they need to be doing right now, uh, considering where we're at with the markets and inflation. And uh, it looks like we're headed into a possible recession here. Uh, some people say we're already in one. Uh, the talking heads on news this morning. I made the mistake, Blake, of turning on CNBC and oh, Fox Business News, flipping back and forth. Terrible mistake. <laughs> I shouldn't have started the day that way. Nope. I, I should not nope. have looked at the markets again <laughs> this morning. But, uh, you know, I knew we had the show today and I wanted to be up to date so I knew what questions to ask you because you're our financial services professional. This is what you do day in and day out. But uh, for our listeners out there to get to know Blake a little bit better, you're an outdoorsy guy, and I know you're really involved in the Reno Rodeo, which is a big deal, and uh, I'm jealous that you're really involved with the rodeo each year. You put in a lot of hours and help out, and that's coming up, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it actually starts this week. Um, We have our first event on Thursday. So kickoff road there, the kickoff concert, excuse me, is tomorrow night. And then, uh, the rodeo starts on Thursday and goes for 10 days. So wow, I that's will, cool. 
Yeah, I, I start volunteering at 3.30 in the afternoon, and I quit about 11. <laughs> wow. Yeah, you're a behind-the-scenes guy. You deal with uh, sponsorships and everything else, and I know you're quite active with the rodeo there and love it. Um, is there anybody good playing tonight? Are you going to the concert? Will you be around while it's going on? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's um, excellent. You know, they, they let us go when you volunteer for free to the concert. So that's uh, nice. Got to take advantage of every, uh, you yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, that's really good. That's awesome. Well, I know you're excited about that, and a lot of our listeners probably are too. If they have tickets, I hope they have tickets to some of the events because I know they sell out. So yep. uh, the Reno Rodeo, from finances to rodeos, uh, you're you're a diverse guy. I know you love the outdoors. So uh, let's jump into the topic du jour, though, the topic at hand for our listeners out there, the one everybody's talking about. Uh, everybody's upset about gas prices, and really, inflation is up across the board. And pretty much everything is getting expensive. It's not just gas, but uh, that's the thing that people notice, especially if they have a long commute or we're planning on traveling via car or vehicle. I mean, like, think about the people out there that have a big RV and that retired <laughs> couple that just retired and they're planning on driving across country and living in an RV for a while. Um, this is throwing a wrench in their plans, I bet. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I bought uh, my first travel trailer uh, the beginning of this summer. You know, and thought that uh, I was going to be doing a lot of trips this summer, just taking my my trailer out and having fun. But uh, you know, with gas prices the way they are right now, it's going to be tent camping for me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you, yeah, that's true. I mean, uh, gas prices are outrageous. So, um, we're talking about that and slipping into a recession. <clears throat> so we have a combination platter of. The Fed lowered the or raised interest rates, and then the next time the uh, updated numbers for inflation came out, they're going higher, not lower, and so the market reacted negatively. And we've been in negative market territory all year, so year to date, uh, it's down. I know one of the indexes is down about twenty, the other's down about thirty as of uh, today, this recording. So. Uh, we are in bear market territory and, and recession territory, but there are some things our listeners can do, right? Yeah, definitely. There's a lot of things you can do. Uh, number one, first thing I tell everybody is don't panic. Um, you know, right. even if you are already retired and living on a fixed income, you know, you need to sit down with your financial services professional and just make sure that you know, they've got this built into their plan because um, there, there are a lot of things that are priced into the plans that we do to make sure that, you know, when things like this happen, that we have other buckets that we can pull from. You know, what I, what I always try and tell people is that you need to diversify your money. You need to have it in different buckets. And what I mean by different buckets, I mean, you need to have money, um, in a traditional brokerage account, you need to have money in a Roth IRA account, and you need to have money in a, you know, like a regular traditional IRA or 401k. And the reason why I say that is because, you know, you can start using different buckets of money depending on how each one of them are doing. 
And if you have different products that you have access to, there's a lot of different things out there that offer you protection when, you know, there's bad times in the market. So, you know, sitting down with your financial service professional and just reviewing what you've got going on is going to be your best bet. And for those of us that have some time before retirement, I'm just going to ask you why you even worried about it. You know, um, one of the mistakes that my grandfather made that is really what pushed me into this business was that in 2008, when, you know, the whole world was on fire, the housing market was crashing, everything was just going haywire. He did, you know, whatever you, you know, most people were doing at that time, which was selling everything. Well, you know, if my grandfather would have just left his money where it was at, uh, in four years by 2012, he would have had his money back and then some. So things may have some doom and gloom right now, Yeah, you know, but there's, there's a lot of things I think that people aren't looking at really, you know, first of all, it's an election year. I see all of these articles online that are just doom and gloom and this and that. And yet not a single one of them, not any one of them that I've seen have ever talked about the fact that it is an election year. Historically in election years, uh, the average intra year loss before the election is 17%. Right. And that's pretty much where we're at right now. Right. And this is a big election. Typically people would say, well, it's not a big presidential election every four years, but this time it's as meaningful or more meaningful. And I think this election is going to be really big because a lot of people have been unhappy and there's been a a lot more going on. I think these are going to, I think we're going to see the biggest turnout for a midterm election in history. That's my prediction. That's just, I mean, that's my personal opinion. I don't have a crystal ball. But I'm guessing that. And so any year where there's that big that big of a political turnover coming up, the markets are volatile, like you say. And so you're right. We we have slipped into bear market territory in major election years in the past. And that you're right. I haven't seen that mentioned in any of the articles that are talking about this recession or the market volatility. Um, you know, and of course, inflation's a separate thing, and that's obviously uh, impacting the markets. Uh, but uh, there's a lot of causation for the inflation out there as well. Obviously, you know, things like the the Fed raising the interest rate, um, uh, they the inflation didn't go down like they thought they would, um, and so uh, COVID, all the COVID spending and all that stimulus spending caused prices to increase, and so. Uh, I think now we're seeing, we're kind of paying the piper for that, aren't aren't we? Yeah, yeah, we definitely are, you know, but I think one thing people have to really sit down and look at is that, you know, with the gas prices being so high, you know, the reason why they're so high is because this gas is bought on futures. So, you know, people are buying gas right now that's they're not going to be actually getting for three months or however long it is. And, you know, they opened up all these oil contracts and people keep saying, well, why, you know, why aren't 
these oil contracts that just got opened up lowering gas prices. And it's like, well, first of all, a lot of the oil companies really took it in the shorts when Biden uh, cut all of their contracts. And even though they've been opened back up, they're hesitant. You know, they are scared of that happening to them again and them losing all their investor money because the contracts get closed. So I think in my personal opinion that, you know, depending on the outcome of the election this year, that's what's really going to affect gas prices, not because of, you know, really, you know, one party or the other, but these oil companies want to know what direction and how protective they have to be of what they're doing. You know, if the, if the Democrats stay in power, they've got a a whole different ball game than if the Republicans come into power. So even though at the beginning of the year, all these were released again, I think they're just waiting to see what happens with this election so that they can really start employing, you know, however they're going to work with the current administration. And once that happens, that's then, you know, three to four months after the election, when I, I believe gas prices will start coming down again. You know, they're, they might get higher, hopefully not, but, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of people that are just holding off on, you know, their, they're moving forward because they want to know, you know, what guidelines they're going to have to stick to. And that's the same thing that you're looking at with a lot of these companies. You know, there's number one, their first quarter, they still most all of the S and P 500 companies reported higher than predicted returns, mm-hmm. um, you know, for their goods. And then yep. you look at, we we're waiting here till the end of this month to see what the second quarter brings. So I think the second quarter, if we still see the same, you know, companies hitting their sales targets, that it's really just showing us that they're kind of pumping the gas brakes, you know, or pumping the brakes waiting for, to figure out how to move forward, you know, given different parties views on how things should be should go yeah that's a good take and i i think that's a good outlook on and a good view of what's happening and uh, what's what's going to be happening now uh blake so for our listeners out there what are some more of the key things obviously you mentioned having a strategy but people shouldn't go go this alone uh, especially now they need somebody to sit down with them and look and see what's happening inside that 401k and inside that IRA, correct? Correct. Yeah, I mean, um, one issue that I see a lot of our clients come in with at first is that they give us these, they give us all their statements and we run their statements through a program called Morningstar. And Morningstar is a company that has zero opinions on stocks as far as what they think is better than another. They are purely a ratings and historical record keeping company. So, you know, we have these clients who say, oh, you know, I'm, 
I'm being fairly aggressive in my 401k and they give us our st- their statement and we run it through there and it shows that they're actually moderate or conservative, you know? And yeah. it's like, well, and I, uh, seen this a couple of times and it kind of breaks my heart that, you know, they've been in a conservative strategy for 20 years, you know, oh. and they just didn't know it. You so know, they missed a lot of upside when yep. the market had a 10, 12 year bull run. Of course, now we're in a bear market, but uh, then you miss the upside, which mm-hmm. the market will eventually have again. And you don't want to be in that position. And that is the thing you've told me this before, where clients will come in and say, oh, we're really conservative. We we, we don't want a lot of risk. And you see they have a hundred percent of their retirement uh, funds are in the market. <laughs> so it's all yep. at risk. Everything. And then they're, they're all in their half of it's in one stock. So that's really risky. So, uh, or, or that's it. So they're, they're at high risk, but they should be medium or lower risk because they're getting close to retirement. And then the example you gave, I, I, that's a good, a, a warning shot for our listeners out there, a wake up call. Because, you know, maybe you think, hey, uh, I'm in it for growth. Uh, We've been in it for growth. We're aggressive. And then you look at their portfolio and it's like, oh, they're in the most conservative possible portfolio (laughs) they could be in. And they've been in it for 20 years. And so uh, when you're young, you don't want to be in a conservative portfolio because you've got time on your side. If you're 60 or 65, you want to make sure you're pumping the brakes on the risk, right? Is that what you're saying? Well, kind of, yeah. I mean, it's it really depends on uh, what, how reliant on your 401k you really are. You know, oh, some, sure. Everybody's situation is different. They yeah. might have other income, and mm-hmm. so I'm generalizing, and that's why you're here because yeah. you're the you're the expert. <laughs> so uh, I've got to pump the brakes, and so what you're saying is everybody's situation is different, which I, I take to mean then you have to work with a financial services professional who understands your position and can get to know it and then can uh, recommend what's best for you and your situation. Is that correct? Yes, sir. That's correct. Yeah. I think that's, that's a big part of it. And diversification. I mean, a lot of people might not want everything in a 401k or IRA tied to the market. Maybe they need some funds in uh, principal protected type uh, vehicles, right? Yeah, Tony, we've got, you know, things like the buffered index that give you principal protection on the downside in a bear market. Um, It's something that can really put your mind at ease knowing that, you know, you've got 20% of a buffer on the downside that if it loses 20 more percent from where we're at right now, you, they'll still give you a hundred percent of your money back at the end of the term. Um, yeah. So that's, that's a, that's a good hedge against a bear market and against inflation. And that's one of those tools that I'm glad are out there. And, and again, maybe not everybody's not in a situation where they need that. Uh, but, uh, a lot of folks probably are, and so to see what's out there, I mean, there are other vehicles. There, there are so many different retirement vehicles out there. There's Roth IRAs. There's, uh, you know, uh, fixed index annuities. There's the buffered index portfolios in the stock market. There's, and you look at it all as an independent financial advisor. You're not beholden to one company or one product or just insurance products or just market investments. Uh, and that's the problem with working with just a market broker or just an insurance broker. Uh, 
Nevada Retirement Planners uh, is independent. They do it all. Your financial services professionals, and you look at the whole picture. And I think that's what's needed here, a strategy, uh, proper asset allocation that you've been talking about. And so now's the time for our listeners to get a hold of you and sit down with you and have this conversation. So before we go today, uh, Blake, just let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you. Yeah, listeners can visit my website at nvretirementplanners.com or call my office at 775-674-2222 to discuss how we might be able to answer your questions and address your concerns about your path to retirement. It's our goal to help you prepare for the retirement you've worked so hard for. All right. Well, Blake, great show today. An important topic. Listeners, don't hesitate. There's no charge, no obligation. Give Blake a call, set up that consultation, and meet with the folks and Blake at Nevada Retirement Planners at, to really get a plan in place and double-check your strategy. Get a second opinion on where you're at. Blake, give that number one more time. 775-674-2222. All right. And Blake, you have fun at that uh, Reno Rodeo. Oh, and I will, I'm sure Tony. our listeners who are attending will as well. And uh, try to stay safe and sane out there with the recession and the market volatility. A great show today. That does it for today's episode of Campfire Financial Talk with our host, Blake Kendrava. Thank you for listening to Campfire Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Blake at Nevada Retirement Planners. Call 775-674-2222 or visit them online at campfirefinancialtalk.com. Advisory services are offered by Nevada Retirement Planners, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Nevada. Insurance products and services are offered through Nevada Senior Advisors, LLC, an affiliated company. Nevada Retirement Planners, LLC, and Nevada Senior Advisors, LLC are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.